Welcome to track number three of Warfare Keys. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and thank God for tonight. Father, thank you for your blessing. Thank you for speaking to us already, Lord. Thank you for your mercy, your blessing. Thank you for your power, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your great blessing. In the name of Jesus, we love you. And we pray that your spirit will open our eyes for a few moments that we are here tonight. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Turn with me to Hebrews chapter 1. Tonight I'm talking about how to brighten your fire. The brightness of the fire or the light of your torch and your calling. If you remember, the, um, if you, those of you who have a copy of that book, The Torch and the Sword by Rick Joyner, the, what do you call it? It's not on? It's on here. Yeah, for those of you who remember, um, have you found Hebrews chapter 1? Yes. Okay, keep finding. Let's read verse 5. Right, 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 right. Freedom. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 5. For to which of the angels did he ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you. And again I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. And when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all the angels worship him, and angels of God worship him. Verse 7, and of the angels, he says, who makes his angels winds? Is that what yours says? Yes. Spirits. And his ministers, a flame of fire. Alright? So a minister of the gospel is a flame of fire. This is an unquenchable fire service. So someone who ministers and all of us here are supposed to be ministering that's why you are here alright you can come in the morning for ordinary Christianity but in the evening we go into more things, amen now God says here in his word that he makes his angels spirits, so angels are spirits but his ministers are flames of fire. And so in that vision that Rejoiner had, the Lord gave him a torch. And it was a heavy torch to carry, but when he was close to the Lord, the torch was light. When he was a few feet away from the, the Lord, it became heavier and he couldn't carry it. But there is a statement that he made to Rejoiner. He said that the brightness of the torch depends on the life of the torchbearer. Yeah. 
I don't know if you've seen that before. It's right there. The brightness of the torch depends on the life of the torchbearer. In other words, when, when this scripture says that God has made us a flame of fire, the brightness of your calling, do you understand? Of the flame and the light which you emit really depends on the life of the person who is the flame of fire. And every flame and every fire and every light can be made brighter. You know now they have these switches you can dim, make it brighter and you can do something. And what actually happens is in that type of light, you actually introduce a little more current, electricity, power, and then the light gets brighter. Or the flame on a gas cooker. When you increase the gas, the same flame gets brighter. So you are that flame as a minister. You are that light. But you can be brighter, you get it, or you can be less bright. Amen. If you take um, a, a, a fire made out of from firewood or anything that is burning, if you pour in some petrol, right, it gets brighter. You get it? So this is the thing, this is the revelation that you must really understand that the brightness of your particular calling can be brightened. <laughs> yeah. Your calling can be brighter. The, the, the fire and the light that comes, that emits from you, that saves people and that shows people the way to God can be brighter or it can be dimmer. Yeah. And the brightness depends on what is inside the fire. If you put more electricity or more gas or more fuel, the, the light that it is emitting, the same fire from the same place changes. Amen. So that is what I want to share about, okay? And um, how to make your light and your fire brighter. Your calling. Amen. Do you want to make your fire brighter? 120 steps. No, 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 no. no. There's nothing like that. Just one or two. Hundred. Not 200. All right. But the first point that I want you to notice in Genesis chapter 1, verse 16. Bible says, And God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day, and the lesser light to govern the night. And he made the stars also. <laughs> Amen. Are you there? So God makes greater lights and lesser lights. May you be a greater light. Yeah. One day a senior pastor met a junior pastor. <laughs> and he was trying to explain to him that he was under his authority. And that he was under him. And he said to him, there are greater light and lesser light. <laughs> you are a lesser light and I'm a greater light. <laughs> Yeah, he wanted him to understand that even though we, we are all lights, 
there are greater lights and there are lesser lights. May you ever more be a greater light in Jesus' name. Whatever light is coming from you, may it be a great light. Amen. You know, when you stand at Osu, uh, the, what they call Oxford Street, is it really called Oxford Street? Is that official name? But you know, that middle, where they sell papaya and all those places there, and they are playing a match at the stadium in the night. You can see the light from there. You know, because it's not a small light. It's a greater light. <laughs> so the greater the light coming from your calling, the further it reaches, the more people are affected by your calling and by your ministry. And the dimmer and lesser your light is, you see that it just affects just a few people just in a, in a locality. Or even the locality in, in, a, in, a, in a section of the locality. Because it's a lesser light. Are you there? Yeah. So, there is a real truth in the fact that everybody and every minister can be a lesser light or a greater light. Amen. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 16, the people who were sitting in darkness saw a great light. Wow. The people who were sitting in darkness saw a great light. And those who were sitting in the land and shadow of death, upon them a light dawned. You see, I'm trying to explain to you what your ministry is. Your ministry is like a light that has come on. And the Bible says those who sat in darkness saw a great light. Hallelujah. Bible talks about Jesus that he was that light that lighteth up the whole world. Amen. So you are a light. You are a fire. Amen. And, and that's why Jesus said, let your light so shine. May your, may, may your light begin to be brighter. Amen. You know when I see uh, missionaries and souls coming forth from different countries far away you know i realized that the light which is which started shining in Kolegono has shined as far as papua new guinea yeah yeah you see but that the light depends on the life of the torchbearer I didn't say it, I read it. Amen. So, how to have, you see, how to let your light shine brighter. Amen. Now, Matthew chapter 5. Are you there? Now, 
Matthew chapter 5 verse 15. So, the first way to let the calling of your life, the light of your life, become brighter, alright, is to lift up the light and put it at the right place. And that's why it says, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all them that are in the house. What is a bushel? Under a basket. Yes. Alright. Now, you don't light a, 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 a candle and put it under a table. If you want that same calling to have a certain effect, you know, sometimes we've had the lights, the lights of in church, and sometimes they bring a, a light. You know, there are different ways you can make the light give light. I remember one time I were in a house, we were having a meeting, and the lights went off. So we put the, the, the light at different places, you know, to light up the place. So now, should we lift it up? When we put it on the table in front of us, we couldn't see anybody because you were seeing the light. So, it was like you had to position the light at the right place for it to work. You get it? And you see, some of you, you are not meant to shine from certain positions. (laughs) You get it? So you, you have to put it on the right table. You get it? You have to be in the right country. Because sometimes your, your light is great. But you put it on a table that you're not going to shine. When we first started to go to the Volta region, I realized that if you don't come from there, and you have a bright light and you go there to shine your light may easily not shine far (laughs) it's a bushel under which your light may be covered trula you will become a lesser light over there and I found that even in the banks and teaching jobs. And so, there are people that when they are transferred, they say, no, I can't go there. <laughs> I was talking to my friend, uh, Reverend Steve. He comes from there. And he was telling me, he said, look, our people and our place, if you are sending somebody and you don't send the right person, he told me it will not work. It will not work. Yeah. And he said to me that if you send somebody from there, the people would take somebody who comes from that area, the people would take the person as is their brother. And their brother has been honored to be sent there as a representative. And they have to help him. Do you understand? Oh, yes. 
It, it, well, the person who told me is from there. He was explaining. Yeah. Some people don't understand why President Rawlings will always win in the Volta region. And 100, I mean, 99 point. I never won village. I think, uh, I think on the Cape Coast that there's some airway village on the side there. I think there was one vote for the other single one. And they were looking for that person in the town. <laughs> one single one. They said, who is the traitor in our midst? Who is the traitor? <laughs> single one vote. They were searching for the person among the hearts. Who is the person who voted? There's a traitor. That is when he explained to me the word Yovuvi. Do you know the meaning of Yovuvi? Huh? Our white boy or our white baby. That is Rollins. He's our white boy or white baby. Is it baby or boy? Huh? White baby. White baby boy. Yevuvi? Is it Yovuvi or Yevuvi? Yevuvi? Yevovi? Yeah. It's our, our white baby who is elevated. Oh, we have to help him. We have to help him. We must make his light shine. <laughs> his light must shine to the White House. His light must shine to Buckingham Palace. Light must shine everywhere because it's our brother. So, as soon as you are wrongly positioned and they have sent you, they will smile at God. Always are the most pleasant tribe, they are easygoing, nice, sweet. Just they just flow, they will become your best friend now. Yeah, that's how it is, that is their nature, and that's how they flow, they flow easily. Yeah, they, they flow everywhere. It's, it's natural. But they will not reveal that if you are not our brother, even though we are flowing, we don't see you as really one of us. You have been wrongly located. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So your light is not shining. As it should shine. When that light and that calling that God has given you is placed on a certain kind of life, which is some way, or which is in a certain way, the light will also not shine well. Because the light comes out on top of your life. Your life, it stands on your life and comes out. Yeah. So, how your life is. You know, the, the light of Jesus which is placed on you. So if there is corruption, you understand? The table is corrupted. The table is twisted. The table is spoiled. The legs are broken. Half twisted like this. And the table is like this. Can the light stay on the table? And can it shine well? No. So the light depends on the life 
You get it? Oh, it depends on something that the light has. And the light is attached to something. And that is why many people who are genuinely called with a great light and a great calling, they are alive in some way. And that is why many people have sought to, to blacken the image of Christ himself and try to make him out to be something that he was not. And even in the current demonic state of the world, that is why they come up with those kind of films and so on to try to make Jesus out to be something that he was not. They have different people that they call rivals of Jesus. Other Jesuses who were not, I mean, selected as the saviors. <laughs> yeah. There was a certain guy, he came, he said he was the savior, the Messiah after Jesus. And he led the Jews and they actually overcame the Romans in Jerusalem and threw all of them out. And he now declared himself as the Messiah. Yeah. When the Romans in Rome heard about it, they mobilized armies to come and remove that savior from, from Jerusalem. And they came and they fought with them and they killed all of them, wiped them, wiped out the whole place sold the place to other nationalities and quench all of them. Yeah? So, there are people that have been made to be as if they are saviors. And Jesus has been, they try to, just like they do to every minister, to make him some way, some way looking. Because they know that once the table is twisted, the light will not shine properly anymore. Are you there? So, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel. So, what is the light that God has given you? And some of you, there is a light God has given you, but it cannot shine brightly on a lay pastor, on a lay person. Yeah. That kind of light needs to shine on someone who is fully dedicated to the ministry, and not somebody who is doing it part-time, or somebody who is doing it in the evenings, or somebody doing Sunday afternoons. Yeah, that kind of calling and that kind of greater light, you get it? It doesn't fit on that kind of table. Yeah. And you must detect what kind of light God has put into you. And you must detect what kind of calling. Because I tell you, you may come to heaven and find out that most of my work I never did. Because when God gave me a light, I put it here. But the Bible says, let your light so shine. Let it shine in such a way that it actually blesses people. Amen. Amen. Number three or four, any number you, you, you want to write, you can write it. Zeal makes your light shine further. Zeal. The Bible says in John chapter 5 verse 35, he was a burning and a shining light. And you were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. Alright? A burning light. You see, the burning, the burning, when a, when a fire is shining brighter, it's also hotter. It doesn't, it doesn't shine brighter without being also hotter. Amen. 
the heat and the fire, the, 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 the pepper in the thing, eh? the, the, the heat in it goes, corresponds with the light. Is it not true? Yeah. So sometimes you are called, but no zeal. You are so dull looking and dull speaking and dull appearing and dull ministering, except sometimes when you are doing bad things. Then yourself comes and you start to perform. I want to say to everybody, has, is there everybody here who has done some bad things before? Raise your hand if you have done some. Were you full of zeal? When you were dancing in the world, were you full of zeal? How many have danced in a, in a party before? In a nightclub before? Disco before? You haven't been to disco before? Nightclub? Drinking spot? You didn't go? Raise your hand if you have been at any of these. <laughs> Pastor Fabian, you see him. Have you danced before at any nightclub? Yeah. You see him as a holy person here. You don't know what he has done before. How many have smooched before? Raise up your hand. Smooching. And you see them in church. When they come to church, it's kind of a new face. It's fantastic. A wild person. But when it comes to the church, no fire. Sometimes you see these kind of people who wear big glasses. One day I saw a certain guy wearing big glasses. Quiet speaking. Always talking. When he's speaking, he reads what he's saying. Hey! Then one day, Certain stories came about the guy. You, see, you couldn't picture this guy with the big, big glasses doing such things. But when it comes to the work of God, then the zeal goes down and the people become very cool. Yeah. So I want to ask you if you are working for God, work with energy, work with zeal. You see, Benny Hinn, he always walks fast. And he talks fast. And he moves. And he's moving. He has energy. He's always had energy. I'll show you him from years ago. He had energy. And he's, he's talking. When you see him in real life, he's moving. He has energy. He's, he's moving. He said when somebody was asked to come and find him, he said when you, when you come to the church, you see a certain guy who's always smiling. That's, that is burning. Yeah. And moving. And you see him talking, walking, preaching. There's energy. There's, there's some... You see, the light, eh, if it's bright, you see, there's some zeal and some energy also. Because the two go together. You pour in the fire. You pour in the kerosene. Pour in the petrol. It becomes hotter and brighter. Yeah. So, when people ask for me, I know I'm not a diplomat. I'm not diplomatic. I don't have any. I'm not, a, I'm not an ambassador. I'm not any of those things. I am a preacher. I'm a gospel preacher. That's what I am. I'm a gospel preacher. 
Yeah. I'm not a bank manager. I'm not a, a minister of state. I'm nothing. I'm just a preacher. And I'm full of my zeal for my God. Look at the guys on stage. They don't look like they have zeal. Do they, do they look like they have zeal? <laughs> That is why I remove all my pastors from the stage. But when you see them on the stage, you say, Oh, may the fire burn brighter and hotter in your life. Be full of energy from today. Come and preach with energy and with zeal. Move with fire. Let there be heat in what you are doing. Type of sleepy minister. Sit down. Let me tell you, that is why being too fat. You see, I'm telling you, it can hinder your ministry. A certain type of light, it doesn't go on certain type of tables. Yeah. Because you realize that when God is telling you, you have to move quickly, realize that you are sweating. When you move, no, you are wet. You are wet. Because when you are fat, you feel hot. Because the fat helps you to keep warm. That is why polar bears and all these other animals, they have a lot of fat. It helps them feel warm. <laughs> so, so when you are fat, you see that you are always warm. When you move, you see that you are sweating. <laughs> because you are already heated up. But others are not heated up. They don't have those reserve of blankets around. Yeah. One day a certain sister asked me, should I have another child? You know, she already had three children. I said, I, I said are you serious about the ministry? If you are serious about what are you? how many children do you want to have? What do you want to do? Because let me tell you, there are certain, a woman you want to work for God, belabored with children and compared with, I mean, this one breastfeed, this one holding your skirt, this one shouting, this one, you cannot do much. If you have a certain kind of light, you cannot connect it to a certain kind of table. It will never shine in a certain way. So I said, are you serious? You want to have now four children in this day and age. You are looking. You are looking at me. I said, Bishop has four children. I want to follow me. Do you know why I have four children? <laughs> Do you know why I have four children? See me after church. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Certain slowness and lethargy, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this. I mean, it's not compatible with a certain kind of light. You don't have such a bright light, then you go and find some table and put it in the corner there when we need light everywhere. It doesn't correspond with your calling. Certain things you need to move. And if you are that slow type, you see, we have 
cholerics. Those things, they are named choleric, phlegmatic, sanguine, um, melancholic. They are named after the liquids in the body. Yeah. The choleric is after the gastric you know cholecystitis has to do with the gallbladder eh? so it's with the the juice from the the bile the bile is is bitter if it goes on the chicken the whole chicken is spoiled so it's named after that and it's like cholerics are bitter if you are married to a choleric woman you, 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 you may find her root and sharp tongued knife she'll sort you out just now just straighten you out and Put you in your place. One time. <laughs> the bile. Sharp bitterness of the tongue. And then the next is the sanguine. Serosanguinous juices of the body. Where do we have serosanguinous? Like saliva. You see, like it flows everywhere. Like a, a sanguine, somebody who is happy, flows everywhere. Any party, any meeting. The person will bring life and everybody will feel free. There are some people I have, I need them around when I'm having me. I'm a serious person. I need somebody who lightens the environment. You get what I'm saying? That people, I just enjoy them being around because they make the system easier. Sero, serosanguinous. And then, melancholic. That one is what? I don't know which one that one is. That one is another type of whatever. But then the phlegmatic is the phlegm. <laughs> that one that comes out and you spit it into the sink and it doesn't move it is there have you seen one before if you have seen one before lift up your right hand and it doesn't move so it was named after that fluid the unmoving and flowing fluid of the body difficult to get the person to take a decision difficult to get the person to step up to to move to take a step. Now, whatever you are, there are certain callings. It can't go with a bitter tongue. Yeah. There are certain callings. It can't go with a happy-go-lucky attitude. It doesn't count money. You don't lock your door. You don't. You forget your keys everywhere. You leave your keys. You don't. You can't count. You can't calculate money. You can't remember when you get money. It doesn't stay. You know. It doesn't go with certain level of light. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's a certain type of light. It doesn't go with. I mean, certain things. It doesn't work. That's why I say that if you have a light. You don't just put it on. So God expects you to reconstruct. And that is, that is where this is the only point to me. Most people never shine as they should shine. Because they are never prepared to actually change. If it's, you need a high table. Look, just construct a high table so that we can put the light. No, 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 no. I, I like, you know. So, oh, how, why should I change this water? I have been like this for years. And I mean, it's not you who is coming. Everybody likes me. Like, people feel I'm a nice person. Most people comment about whatever. And, so, and they don't want to change. And this is what I've seen. There are many things I've had to change to just be preaching. Oh, yeah. So many things. And I just know how I would go about it. But I would change it. Yeah. So you, you, you have to learn. You have to learn. If you, if you, are, if you are like this, try to be like this. Try to, so that the light can shine. Yeah. You know, I feel in my heart that so many of us are called. 
And we are such tiny lights because we are not prepared to, to, to let our light so shine in such a way that God can use us. Now, so the people that sat in darkness saw a great light. A great light. How come the light is not becoming a great light? From whichever corner you are, you can become a very great light. It's because we are not prepared to put the thing somewhere. And let me tell you something. Those of you who think old age, becoming cool, whatever, so it's like diplomatic. Let me tell you, it's not in a, a gift of the spirit to be a diplomat. It's not a gift of the spirit. Diplomacy is not a gift of the spirit. I mean, quietness is not a gift of the spirit. These are not fruits of the spirit. It's not a fruit of love. It's nothing. Change what you have to change. Amen. Number four, five, six, any number, choose it. If your light is going to shine, you must follow, be led. The more you must follow the Lord. The more you are led by the Lord, the more your light gets brighter. The more you are led, the the brighter your light is for the Lord. Wow, thank you. And this is the last point. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light, this is the last point, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light. You see, he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. In other words, you will not, things will not become dark. But shall have the light. The more you follow him, the more the light becomes brighter. And this is what Kenneth Hagin said. Those who can follow the Lord. He said the difference between ministers is their ability to be led by the Spirit of God. That's what he says. And this is what I've also come to believe. Every time I follow a direction of the Lord, my light gets brighter. I've noticed it. My calling gets... When the Lord was leading me to go into miracles, to the miracle ministry. It's it's one of the most difficult. I wrote a book, Seven Turning Points of My Life. Yeah. So, one of the turning points was to enter a miracle realm. It changed everything. Even what I'm doing now, I couldn't do it. You see, in Africa, you can't just go and give a gospel message. These are seven reasons why you must be saved. For the people want miracles, signs, wonders. Yeah. The people come because of the signs and the wonders. God brings them. Oh yeah. Every time I followed him, every time I followed him, my light gets brighter. My calling goes further, 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 further. Every time I see him, and he tells me this, this, he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. He shall have light. He shall have light. He shall have light. Every time I follow him, I see. When I take another step, I see more light. The, the light and the calling and the gift gets brighter. I sense the brightness. Then the rich. You know, one day I, I, I was sitting in my study. And I was praying. I had now read, rejoined book, and I read in the Bible when Jesus said, I finished my work. 
And I realized Jesus didn't build any church. Didn't build any school. <laughs> but he said, I finished. So I was now wondering. So I said, Lord, how can I bear fruit? And suddenly I saw a hand in front of me. And the hand was holding a book. And the Lord said, a book. You bear a lot of fruit through books. But I see, you can't see it. But as I'm going on, I see it. I tell you. You meet people. person will tell you, you know, I read your book. I've been reading. I've been reading. Hey, all over the world. All over. It's amazing. Things I could never do. But you see, every time, so I said to invest today, I started to change direction. Do the thing. Each time I do that, the light gets brighter. 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 When you follow him, when you follow God, when you can, you can tap into him. Oh, I tell you, it's very difficult to know the will of God. Most couples don't ha- know the will of God. I would estimate that, I mean, less than 10% find the will of God in what they are doing. Oh, yeah. No, let's face it. When you're flesh, when you're attracted to somebody, look, it's, 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 it's very difficult to, to, to be led. By, by what? What, what, are, what is leading you? When you are a young man, aflame. You, you want to have sex. Or even you want something. You don't know what it is you want, but there is something hidden. Oh. You say the spirit is leading you. Mostly. Ladies, you know yourselves. You desire to be mild. I've, I've seen ladies look till whatever age. They still have that desire. To alter course, 68. You, how many want a husband? Can you see them coming? 68, 50. This, that, 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 that. Is there something in there? So, many times when you say the spirit, ah, it's a very difficult thing to be led by the spirit. Very, very difficult. I mean, how to know wisdom, common sense, the spirit. Prophets, all these things. What God said, is, 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 what, is that what he wants you to do now? You know, but if you can get it. And when I started and became a Christian, that was my, I was, but I heard that he's in the belly. So I started to concentrate on that. That's why eating, eating became a problem. Because when there's food in there, because it was my search to find the belly. Because he's in the, out of your belly shall flow river. So I said, ah, so is this my belly around here? Try to know. Then I read about peace and about the inner witness. That's over and over. Just how is it like? I heard a voice one day kneeling down in my room. Is it him who is telling me? The voice said to do something. I have not done that thing. If I had done that thing, I wouldn't be here anyway. Yeah. <laughs> hey, an audible voice. The voice spoke and commanded me and said, do this. Go here. (laughs) Which one is his voice? Sometimes his voice is like wisdom, common sense, in the heart, the spirit. It's not easy. I mean, to wait, to pray, to wait, to pray, to wait, to pray, to wait, to pray. Ah. Uh, If you you get it, I say... You will shine brighter. Look, 
when I look at the calling that God has given me from that room there in the medical school it's shining and it keeps shining and it's shining I hope it will continue to shine yeah many of us are giving bright lights great lights but how to get it to shine brighter to follow him yeah one day the Lord said to me go and give an offering to this pastor See, just something like that. Most, many of us don't know such things. You know? To share him, to follow him. Oh, if you follow him, God will lead you to light. He that followeth me shall have the light of life. So that is why I'll tell you, you know, because of the confusion of being led by the Spirit, my favorite thing to do is to pray generally. That thy will be done. Because, Charlie, let me be honest with you. When it comes to certain things, when you have eaten lunch, supper, and you have your way of thinking, let's face it, the decisions you are taking is what how you think. But if I've spent 100 hours lying on the floor, praying that, Lord, let your will be done in my life, when I come out and I'm moving, I'm taking decisions, I have faith that his will is being done in my life. That's what I, I have. Yeah. I believe. So that's why I say to people, what? when I'm sending you on a mission field and so on, go here, go here. I don't need to hear a voice or whatever. I believe by decisions I'm taking, I'm being guided by it. I believe what I know, what I hear, I believe is being guided. There are times that God has specifically told me, do something. But the more you can follow him, the more you can follow him, the more you can follow him. Today I was with the missionaries the whole day. And, you know, there was somebody I was debating whether to send him here. But you see, I remembered something. that I, I became unsure at a particular point. I became unsure. Every time I was thinking about that person, I became unsure. Because I remembered something that the Lord had told me about that person. So I became unsure. Because I'm, I'm a bit wary. When there's nothing said, I just flow as I think. But when there's something said, I become a bit... That is different. How can you know the difference? In Rejoinus book, Rejoin, the Lord told him, he said that because Paul was able to distinguish between his own mind and when the Spirit said, I used him and I gave him greater and greater revelations. It's that ability to distinguish that this one is my mind. And this one is the spirit. When you distinguish, then you can be trusted. Because when it's not from God, or it's not God, you will say, look, this one, I'm giving you my advice. That's why all these prophets who go around saying, there is somebody in your family. Look, this is, if we want to do it, we can do, you'll be sitting, you, hey, come, you come. I, stand up, yeah. You, you got married recently. You see, there is something I see in the family of that, it can start in the way. Look, there is a chariot coming from the east now. It's coming from the east. Receive it now. Well, sit down. You step, come forward. There is somebody who has been sent to destroy your life. I see in the spirit something coming from the west. But the Lord is after church. See me. The Lord is going to place a hedge between you and that thing that is coming from. Sit down. Next, uh, sister, you come. Several to come. 
Several times. You see, you are all interested. You see, everybody now, this is what we want. This is what we want. When you see a man of God who doesn't say that by heart, when he says that, this is what the Lord says. Uh-huh. But I'm a Christian, I've been a Christian for years. When I'm going home, the Lord said, go left, don't go right. The Lord said, today pass through circle. The Lord said, there is a danger around the mobile. Pass another, every day. Hey, are you there? You, you, it means you have a mobile phone to angels direct. I mean, huh? hotline. I see a milk tin. I said, I see a milk tin. God has prepared something. It is delicious. And it is going to be sealed and prepared and delivered to you. Take it. One. See me after church. Don't forget. Stand up, you. There is some confusion in your life. <laughs> you see, you can prophesy one after the other, one after the other, one after the other. On and on and on. Fine, it's great. But when the Lord has not said it, and now it has become how you speak, the people are expecting it. That's, if you can get that difference, you'll be good. But these things, some of them, they are accurate, 100%. 100%. 100 percent. When they see and they say, they are seeing and they are saying. But I've seen also where they have stopped seeing and they are saying. When you get that, you'll be like Paul. God can take you to heaven and come. You say that one. When he doesn't take you to heaven. Like Kenneth Hagin. You know, he said he had, he said, I had visions of the Lord between 1952 to 1968 visions. After that, I didn't have any vision for 25 years. Yeah. He'll tell you clearly, the Lord appeared to me eight times from this time to and after that, he told me that he will not appear to me like this again. And that was it. You see, when you get the two, this is how the Lord, and that it is not, this one, I'm just talking with you. This one, the Lord said, when you get the two, you, that's how, that's why Papa Hagin is so great. Because he'll tell you, I had a vision. This is what the Lord said. He said, I didn't have any vision. From that time, no vision up to the 80s. And no vision at all. Nothing. It was just dry like that. For years. Yeah. That's, when you get that, your life will be very, because you'll learn how to follow the Lord. You'll be following him. When he says, yes, this is the Lord has spoken. So as for me, I'll tell you, most of the time, I just pray. Let thy will be done in my life. If I meet you, I believe I'm supposed to meet you. If I become your friend, I believe you are supposed to become my friend. If this thing happens, I believe it is supposed. Sometime about three years ago, the Lord told me, pray about troubles, about crisis. Because when trouble comes, when crisis comes, you can't pray. Yeah. He said, he told me, when Jesus was the guardian of Gethsemane, he was being crucified, he didn't pray. Because when he reaches a point, you can't pray. When he reaches a certain point, you can't even think. When you see a girl you want to marry, you can't even think. Let's be honest. We are all brothers and we are all sisters. How many brothers do I have in the house? Yeah. How many sisters do I have in the house? 
wish you were so gentle in real life. There are people who make nonsense of their dreams. And they make their dreams useless. Every day when they wake up, I had a dream. I was riding a horse. We went here. We went here. This happened. Every day I saw that. One day I told the brother, I said, look, your dreams are too many. That is why it's like it's like rubbish. Because in the multitude of dreams, it's not possible that you alone, every day, you have a dream which means something great. All the time, you dream, dream, dream. So every day you see me, so no, I had a dream about you. I saw this. I had a dream this. I had a dream this. I had a dream. The dream which is unusual, and you sense God speaking to you in it. That is it. But apart from that, you should know that you also have an active mind. You watch a film. You, you talk to somebody. You see this. You see that. Then you dream about it. And then now you say, God. If you can distinguish between the two, your dreams will start to guide you. I say, at that point, your dreams will start to guide Do you know that a lot of things I do, I'm guided by dreams. A lot of things I do, I'm guided by dreams. Oh, yes. I wrote a book, 20 visions, 20 dreams that guided my life. Yeah, 20. In fact, 20. They guided me. And a whole host which didn't guide me. And you'll not hear me mention it. That's why your dream is like nonsense to you. Because it's like everyday dream. Everyday dream. Everyday dream, everyday prophetic word, everyday God has spoken, everyday you've heard the word of the Lord, it becomes like rubbish. Because it is not true. You are also a human being just like us. And that's, so the great apostle, when he was talking about marriage, he said, and this one I say, not the Lord. This one I say, not the Lord. Not the, this one is not the Lord, it's me. This dream is me, it's not the Lord. This prophetic word is me. Those prophetic words I was giving, it's not, it's not the Lord. It could be the Lord, but it's not the Lord. It's, it's me. I'm talking, I'm giving, I'm trying to explain something. It can't be every day. Say, so you stand up, you are traveling. I see something in the traveling. There are twins in your family. There are certain things that are coming towards you in that journey. See me after church. There is something about that journey that you must not You stand up. Uh-huh. Your job. You see, I've seen certain things about your job. Something is coming from the under to lift you up and remove you. Is this Dennis? Uh-huh. You see, it's happening. Something is coming from under to move you. Uh-huh. See? So the prophecy is as if you are playing, but... <laughs> so, if you can know when you meet somebody. Some of our meetings, we have met Satan. Some of the people you have met, you have met God's helping person. When you can differentiate, when you can differentiate, you, you will start to see Jesus in people. Differentiate your dreams. Differentiate the thoughts. Differentiate the visions. Differentiate the calling. Oh, Charlie, you become, you move to the highest, highest level. You'll be like Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Just start praying. Let it be your passion to follow him. To follow him. When he says that, I was lying on a blue carpet in Panorama Hotel in 1990. And the Lord said to me, it's time. Give thyself wholly to me. For leave everything and be full-time minister. 
None of you were around. And there was nobody to help me. I followed him. My light, be- my light became brighter. See me, I'm here today. My light became brighter. Yeah. When they came to break down our walls, that, that day, they broke it in the morning. That day we came here. The same day. Lord, we prayed. He's, he's guiding us. We were brought here in the evening. We came to work here in the evening, this place. In 1998, on Thursday, 28th May. We just came here that very evening. We didn't know the owner. We, didn't, we just said, there is a place here. Not knowing that. You see, God's power was breaking the walls and bringing us here. And that's all. No, this one, and that, that's why I say, when people congratulate, oh, you've done very well. Oh, this one is crisis and problems and other things. that. Brought. But even though I say crisis and problems, I believe that it's the hand of God. God touched the heart of those guys in Kolegono. He hardened their hearts like Pharaoh. They never changed their minds. Do you know that I offered them the ABMTC building? I said that in, in exchange for peace. That whole building, I'll give it to you. They said no. We offered them the car park. They said no. We offered them our hostel, other hostel building. They said, we off- I offered each one. They said no. Pharaoh, he said he had in his heart that he would not agree. So in rich places that people, the thing has been happening, God is. If you have prayed that prayer, I'm saying. But I see most of you don't have time to pray. Even quiet time, you don't have time for quiet time. How much more to lie down, to lie down like this, to lie down on the floor and pray for three hours. To lie down, to lie down like this and pray for six hours. Why do you think the will of God is not being done in your life and your light is not getting bright? You don't have time for such things. So, Charlie, we are busy. <laughs> How can your light get brighter? There's nothing like that in your life. I used to lie down in my father's house at Usu when I was a student doing A level and pray. Pray for the will of God. When I came to Kolebu Teaching Hospital, I used to go to the beach from 10 o'clock every night for the whole semester. We march, 10 o'clock we are on the rocks at the Kolegono Beach and we pray till midnight. And the prayer was one as I stood on those rocks looking at the sea and the moonlight and the waves. Lord, let thy will be done in Kolebu. Let thy will be done. Let thy will be done. Let thy... Night after night after night. Like this. The light is brighter. Because the bad things and the good things are all his power. <laughs> but when you have him prayed that way, the bad things are not good things. So. <laughs> there are major setbacks. Let your light shine now. And become a greater light, my friend. You are, your light is too small. Small. Put fire in it. Put gas in it. To become brighter. Lie down and pray. Pray to God. He's the power in your life. Pray to him. He will guide your life. He will bring people into your life. He will make you meet people. He will make you not meet certain people. He will protect you. He will bring you to the right place. And when he needs to speak to you directly in a dream, he will start to show you, this dream is, is me. This dream is nothing. When you have a dream and it's nothing, you not go and tell your wife or something, I had a dream, you know. He says, shut up, it's not, don't bother. When, when the light 
shining brighter. See that? I can detect this is a dream. This is all rubbish, 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 rubbish. rubbish. But this one is not a rubbish. <laughs> and you hear a prophet speaking. And you say, this, 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 this. this. And you, you see a prophet speaking. Or if somebody, you know, normally he doesn't say, the Lord said, the one day he says, you know, I believe this is what the Lord is saying. You should be afraid of that thing. But if every day, I see three things in your life. One, a lizard. Number two, I see a certain black snake. Number three, I see a black bird. <laughs> Then you become afraid. No. If the person is seeing it, he's seen it. Every day, every day I see a black bear. So this professor, why don't you see good things? Why don't you say, I, sp- I call one prophet, I, I asked him that, ah, in your prophecies, how come you never see a missionary or somebody and say, I see the Lord has sent you to this country and I see your church, but every time you say, I see a motia standing by your side. Do, do you know motia? <laughs> I see a motia, a dwarf, standing by, when you go to the right, it follows you. When you go to the back, it follows you. It's a motia. See me, shall me off air. Call me zero two zero four three six. Another four three six eight two zero zero. Pray, will you pray? I said, will you pray? Yes. Pray, pray, pray. Thy will. Thy will. Take time. You know why I believe in that? Jesus did that in the garden. He prayed. Everybody's mind worked as it should work that night. Nobody changed his mind. <laughs> if they had changed their mind, they would have imprisoned him, and that, that would have been. But he had to die on the cross. So everybody's heart who was important was hardened. They gave Barabbas and no way. We don't like Barabbas. Somebody was killed. People murdered, raped their wives, children. No, we don't. We want the rapists. When you meet somebody whose heart is hardened, always remember Pharaoh that God hardened the heart of this person to do his will. Don't be sad. Remember, may God open your eyes. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. I said, He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but he shall have the light of life. May you have light in your life. May the light of your calling shine brighter and brighter. Shanda Masandula Bakamandala Baba. Oh, yes, Lord. Debaran sandal marakataza balada. Thank you, Jesus.
yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Do you want your words to have power? There's something that you can do that can make your words be powerful. Yeah. It's, it's, it's similar to making your fire shine brighter. And let me tell you, it depends. Pastor Fabian, come here. It depends, stand here. When God has called you, it depends on only you. The Bible says, by the righteousness of only one man, many people are saved. By the obedience of only one man, it is just you, you, your righteousness, your obedience, that changes things. Don't, it's not a group, even it's not you and your wife. It's just you. If you are very righteous, by the righteousness of one man, one man's righteousness, the whole world was saved by the obedience of one man. I'm telling you, that's why I said, I, for me, I believe in one man. There is a person God has called. God has touched. If you allow God to just touch you by your righteousness and your obedience, a lot of people will be saved. Your life will be so bright. Allow it. Allow it. And you'll be surprised. It will be like fire. It will just be a blessing. You even when it gets to that point, when you preach, it doesn't have to even make sense. People are just blessed. It doesn't have to have any understanding. It's just it's just a blessing. When they sit there, they are happy. That's all. Because there's a power and there's a light. I saw angels around here, moving around. Yeah, there are angels here. Yeah. There's a presence here. Lift, Father, thank you. For your supernatural power and your presence upon every calling and every touch here. May it never be dim. May it be bright. May it shine brighter. Now, Lord, pour in the, the, the oil. Pour in the kerosene. Pour the petrol. Pour the electric current. And the light will be shining brighter and brighter until the full day. Father, thank you for a new day and a new chapter and a new calling. In Jesus' name, amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed for a moment. If you are here tonight and you are not a born again Christian, I want to pray for you. I want to give your life to Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. Please pray with me. If you are here like that, Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray. I want to give my life to Jesus. You are here. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want your sins to be washed away. Lift up your hand. Just, there's somebody. I sense it in my heart. Just one person. God bless you. Lift it up high above your head. I want to give my life to God. I want my sins to be washed away. High above your head so I can see. Thank you. God bless. If you've lifted your hand, I need you to come. In case I can't see you. I can't see. Come, 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 come. If you've lifted your hand, come. I want to pray with you. I want to give your life to God. To Jesus. All right. 
Okay. Lift your hand, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this opportunity. Just receive something into your belly. Receive something that makes fire different, the light different, the brightness of your calling as a pastor, the brightness of your calling as an evangelist, the brightness of your calling, as a missionary, the brightness of your touch, your brightness as a wife, as a husband, your brightness as a person, whatever God has put in you, ah, let it shine now. Father, thank you for your great blessing. Just receive it now in Jesus' name. Take it. Father, we thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated.